0: Part of Blindside Pods dot com Oh yeah Oh. Uh, uh. Hey everybody DEC with you Happy New Year Glad everybody liked the year in review, only did amazing numbers, and so it's start, time to start a new year, a new show, talk about uh, the Kirk Minahan show, talk about predictions for the year, thought it'd be a good time to do that. So bringing in some new people to try out, and what I brought in was Chris from Wakefield, and he wanted to discuss some stuff, some predictions, some things about the show. Chris, how you doing?
1: I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, I was just wondering though. You spoke about the uh, your year in review, which I yeah. thought was really good. But I was wondering, are we done with the ball washing? Um, are you gonna? There, is there any other retweets to send out saying you did a great job? <laughs> <I> no,
0: <didn't> want... <laughs> that's about it's about promotion.
1: No, I know. I think there was one asshole that said uh, you got uh, praised for something you spoke 1.1 percent of the time about i just wonder if that ends it now or we can move forward.
0: No, that guy can, um, he's not allowed to listen anymore. I've I've contacted Apple. I've contacted Spotify and that asshole is not allowed to listen anymore. I've cut the feed for him.
1: So you give him the curse. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe.
0: If you don't like it, unsubscribe. Let's see. Let's see if how you do cutting up audio, setting up a story, putting it together and doing it in a way that's interesting for other people.
1: Well, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was good sample. Look back made me laugh. I think you hit a combination of, uh, solid content from Kirk and, and the show, mm-hmm. uh, the gap in content, a lot of people home. So obviously why well, you did great numbers. So yeah. I think it was really good and uh good look back and excited about where the show goes in 2020.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I think there's, there's definitely an, so this is what I realized. They go back to the reason why I'm doing this show. If you look at the, the nonsense with Sue O'Connell yesterday where she completely botched her interview with Trenny Kuzneric, If we don't have an avenue in our world to talk about stories that are important, nobody's going to talk about them. So they can get away with saying Trini is completely irresponsible as a human being and a journalist by saying, incredibly irresponsible things about these cadets at West point. And then she can go and do a yoga pose with the same thing. And nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody's going to ask her about it. And if you ask her, she's just going to block you that the media can just ignore a story to go away. And we have something small, at least here that we can talk about these things. So the story doesn't go away. And that's what we're going to do more of.
1: I hope, That's the case. Uh, And actually, you know, one of the things I think hopefully happens in 2020 is Kirk's show continues to expose things like this. The trending story is a perfect uh, example of it. And I I think, you know, we may hopefully we'll see the uh, not in Boston because they're just going to circle the wagons as everyone has seen and just like sweep it under the rug. But I'm hoping that it cracks uh, in 2020 and shows like Kirk. Um, and hopefully things like bar, you know, avenues like Barstool will be able to expose these people to be able to see the hypocrisy of all of it. I mean, that's one of the hopes. Uh, that's why I love you know, one of the reasons why I've always enjoyed the show. and Just mm-hmm. calling out people for the, this type of shit. And um, Trenny Zero Accountability will just block everybody who tweets it at her. I think she probably had, you know, at least a thousand Minifans tweet her uh, her picture. And she's probably blocked every single one of us.
0: Yeah. And, and she knows that she can go on friendly platforms, but we'll tell the story. And I I think Jerry will tell the story in his new podcast. I hate to say that Jerry's got a a second MetaFan show that he's going to have, but he'll talk about some of this stuff too.
1: Do you think Jerry's show uh, will make it through the entire 2000? Wow. I've given that a lot of thought, you know, one that,
0: oh my God, I've given that a lot of thought this morning and I'm vacillating between yes and no. I, I'm now vacillating towards Yes. I think he's going to find his rhythm. I think he's going to find a way to be the guy who wants to, you want to drink a beer with as opposed to crazy conservative Jerry. Because when he goes to likable guy, then, then the screaming Benghazi stuff works. Uh, otherwise, eh, that's going to be a tough thing. I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll probably at some point enjoy doing it. So he'll make it, but man, I'm on the fence with that. What do you think?
1: You know, I want to see Jerry succeed, Jerry. I mean, I've listened since I moved up here about 12 years ago, and Jerry reminds me of my father. So it's always like you have to listen to him rant and rave, um, but you enjoy yeah, he's your it. Father, I,
0: except he's not as crazy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what's made me Jerry appeal to me, and I, I think Kirk hit it. Uh, you know, he's going to need to have someone come in and, and challenge him. Um, and unfortunately, somebody like Sue O'Connell is not the individual to do that turtling on um, the trendy story. But I, I you know, I, I think I want to see it succeed, uh, you know, hopefully as, as an offshoot in the Minahan universe. And, uh, you know, I'm curious when Kirk will actually go on, whether it'll be in the next couple of weeks, or he'll wait until the, you know, March or April to kind of give it a boost. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I, I hope, you know, one of my questions and, and you know, predictions that I thought, you know, I was thinking about, does friend of the show, Dave Cullen last the entire year producing?
0: Oh, it's such a good question. Um, well, who is he going to get? Who else Moroso? is going to produce that show? Moroso.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want to see Dave succeed. Uh, Dave's been uh, great. You know, we, we all love Dave. I mean, I think everyone says it enough, but I'm just curious based on where he's going. And I, I want to see Dave do it, but that was one of the things that I thought would pop up. Is the show going to be successful and will Dave make it through the year doing that or will he go back to producing Rich Mandarin podcasts?
0: I think if Dave doesn't make it the year, it's not because he gets canned. It's because he gets frustrated. He'll leave before he's told to leave. He'll just get frustrated. But I think he'll stick around because I don't think Jerry's got any other options to produce the show. I can't think of, like, is Chotch going to do it? Who's out there who could do it, who's going to be competent?
1: I don't know. I think Dave was uh, the first man up in the Kirk world. I think, you know, he'll do good. Hopefully, they have uh, decent audio going forward. Uh, I know that's been an issue. I haven't listened a to ton, to be honest with you. I listened to one of uh, one of his first quick shorts. I just kind of burnt out by the whole Brady take stuff. I mean, I think we've all seen it, It, you know, it was mentioned on the show too. It's just recycled. It's what you can get turning on any station in America. So kind of looking for something else. Want to see his takes, hopefully on some of the political things and and this type of hypocrisy in the stories. I mean, he looks like he's ready for revenge. We'll see. Revenge. Um, (laughs) But does great thinkers make a return in 2020?
0: I hope it does because I hate to say this about Mike I think Great Thinkers was executed better. Uh, I'm going to have to challenge Mike. So I've been asked to be on, uh, what's that show, Mike and the Minifans? I've been asked to be on on Friday, and there's some things I want to challenge Mike on to make it interesting. But this whole four-hour nonsense has got to stop. Four hours is just too damn long for YouTube. You can do that. You can't even do that with a podcast. You're going to lose people on a podcast if you do that.
1: Well, what about Kirk's four-hour podcast?
0: But that's different. No, I know. is Mike Menahan. No,
1: no. I think the thing with YouTube though that you miss is you can't switch apps. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, I can minimize it and scroll on my phone or do other things. YouTube, you have to have it up at least, no, unless you pay uh, on them. your phone. Uh, so I, I think you lose that, so you lose attention. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, I just I like great thinkers. I thought it was funny, just just how a mess it was, and, and but also some of the folks that are in the world who are now on. Mike and Minne fans and have been interactive um, piped up on it. So it was you know, I thought it w- you know it was a lovable mess. So oh, that was I'd like a colony discovery
0: He brought a whole bunch of people in that Mike just yeah. stole.
1: Yeah, all of our, our favorites. It's where R. A. Minahan made his debut and yep. then some of uh, you know and some of our others. I you know, I, I like that kind of stuff. It just it's a nice 10, 15 minute break during the day too, additional content that I think helps you commute or at night, whenever you're, you know, just anything in the world that I like, I enjoy. So I hope to see it back in 20.
0: Yeah. But Dave likes that Mayo jar.
1: Fuck you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, he does. Well, he likes everybody. Look at, you know, he, he, he liked the ginger. He likes that she boy guy. He continues to bring people in. He, I think he just by default likes you until you really fuck with him. And then, he you're off his list. He just he, he, he has a tough time hating people.
0: You know, that's a really good point of I think Dave gets underrated of the people he has discovered and brought in the world. That's a really good point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some of them we can do without. I really didn't want to talk about uh, the ginger guy. So I do think, you know, one of the questions that I saw on Twitter was Madawaska, right? Mm-hmm. So I think he invades. I think he shows up, and I think Steve Robinson assassinates him on site. Oh, I that hope would so. Be...
0: Put him in the water. I want to yeah. know,
1: are you the man, or are you
0: a fucking piece of shit? No good motherfucker. I don't even know the answer to that
1: with a ginger. <laughs> I, I think he shows up. Um, I also think the Mayo guy gets left on the ice for trying to be the contrarian um and question steve he'll just get left on the ice permanently Um, but i am excited for that new podcast rolling out january 6th to compete with jerry is it the ginger and mayo
0: oh yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna create an affiliate link for uh, buzzsprout which i'm gonna move over to as my new podcast host and if they (laughs) they want to use buzzsprout i'll get a commission from that nobody will listen to their show but if they want to go do that they're welcome to and, and give me a little money for that
1: yeah, I mean, I hope they found this entertaining. I mean, if it, we can just listen to whatever they put together and call it boring, too. But... No, and it's not as easy as it might look. Uh, i fuck both of them. You
0: know, you, you mentioned, I think, you, no, I'm trying to remember, did we talk about this on the air, did we talk about this off the air? Uh, our pal Rich Mandarin wants to know, do the comparisons to the WEEI days stop? God, I hope I, they do.
1: I hope so, too. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a totally different show. I mean, Kirk said it multiple times. It's just the only person in the world from KNC is, uh, is Jerry. And Jerry's been brought in sparingly. I mean, they talk about him a lot recently promoting the podcast, trying uh, throwing him bones, you know. But he's the only one. Uh, and right. I, I'm, it's a different show. And I, I just, uh, you know, I like the new show much better. I think you get the variety He gets unfiltered. We've talked about all of it. You hit the hit on, you know, you hit it on the best of those things. You wouldn't see any of that. Right. I'm just, I'm done with it. I mean, there's some people out there that continue to, well, you know, you're not, you're nothing without Jerry. You're not being challenged. Mike and Steve are yes men. Again, he'll, I think what we've seen is just multiple character creation, involvement of the show. And this came up on the, on the parody thing. Um, that Mike did, which I thought he did a really good job with that was that the, the guys who wrote the, the Steve murdered me song, they, and this is something you never got. I mean, you had Stephen Providence, Kevin would call in and do awesome jobs on the call, but it was limited. Yeah. What you get now is, you know, you get character, you get show listener interaction through parody songs, prank calls. And those guys said they would do songs. can't w- listening with extra intent as to see if Steve played it. And they yep. got real. I mean, Again, it's not the end of the world. Life goes on. If it does, your con- you know things don't get on. But like, you know, you want to listen to that. You want to be excited. You're excited that this huge podcast, you huge fan of, will use you. And Kirk, you know, Kirk will drop in the Discord, interact with you. Those are the type of things you get that, as fans, I think is understated in the entertainment world. And I, I love it. And I think you heard that from those guys writing songs. And I think that's where you get some of those ridiculously good uh, produced. And over, you know, it's make you laugh. Those parody songs that we saw at the end of the year.
0: There's a lot more ways that you can interact, and you you look and you try to figure out are podcasts mature now or not? I don't think podcasts are even mature. I think this is a this is still an industry where we're really, 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 really early on. And he's able to try some things where you can engage in the with the audience in a different way. A lot of people will look at a podcast and say, "Well, what are the numbers? What are the charts?" Total number. So that's a radio thing. Total numbers work in radio because you want to measure an audience to get a certain rate for advertising. Kirk could have 500 people listening to him, and if they're 500 of the most hardcore fans, you could make a ton of cash off of that because somebody's going to want to come in and say, "I know all 500 people are going to come and buy my product." And he has engaged the right way on the show around one-to-one interaction, jumping in Discord, doing all those things that you can't do on a radio show. And I think there's some experimentation that hasn't been done yet that he can try to grow this. We're, we, were, I think we were all looking. I was looking at it the wrong way, and he was looking at it the right way. I look back now and say he underperformed with having John and Jerry there that there were so many limits that if he were allowed to do his own show, it would be so much better. So yeah, the, the comparisons have to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's better in an unfiltered. I mean, it's just better. He said it, he's more comfortable. It's the most fun he's having and we're getting the best show. I mean, I'll I'll give you the example. You're absolutely right on the advertiser piece. I mean, most of uh, all of us can name all the advertisers have been on his show and a lot of us have bought products. Except for the stupid fucking cars for, cars for kids thing, I can't remember most all the EI advertisers, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, things like that, Farms, Some Farms, the ones that were loyal, um, Koplanski, things like that. But I don't remember all of them. And I bought products because they're by merchandise. We, we only like,
0: remember the ones because they were unique that they bucked Murchison. That's the only reason they remember.
1: Yeah. Them. But I, you know, he does a read he interacts. We see, you know, companies like Trollside, they have his back and, you know, you're right, you know, and people will squawk on Twitter, like, well, you're not the 150 down, whatever the hell that is. But again, loyal base folks will come out, look at, um, Sherburn, look at Mm Madawaska. I mean, look at these types of events that are drawing people that are hardcore, that have money, that have disposable income and are willing to spend it in something they support and support a show that's unlike anything else out there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that it continues. I, I hope that we get something like a Cullen or a um, a Borges type thing from Kirk in 20. I, that was one of my questions. Do you, do you think we'll see something from that level in I 2020? think we will
0: if something breaks that warrants doing it. I, I think that's the issue. Something just has to go wrong in the world for him to try and investigate it. And if it does, he's going to be all over it. I think it's just his nature. I don't think he can not investigate something or bring down a hypocrite, whether it be small or something big. So if there's a Shirley or a Cullen thing that goes wrong, uh, they're going to go into it. Man, I was wrong about the Albright thing. I was bored by that before Chaps got involved, and it turned out that that was a great story. So I'm going to stop questioning. Uh, R.A. Menahan wants to know, will Kirk leave Barstool because K. Marco is meddling?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. No way. He's not involved with content. I mean, spiking blog posts, but the day-to-day content, I mean, that's hands off Portnoy. I don't I don't see it. I think if if you see Kirk leave Barstool, I don't think it'll be before his contract is up. He, what do you said? He signed a two-year deal with a year option? Right. I... I I just, I don't, unless there's some type of major blow up between him and Portnoy that Erica can't, I mean, when you had Erica on, I mean, she leads, I mean, I know, you know, you did a nice job, I think, splicing in the audio on the year to review to set up uh, Kirk, but, and if it's not something she can't get involved with I and mean, she's a huge Kirk supporter, so and a huge fan and likes the different approach. The only way I could see something is something that really goes down in the Super Bowl. Like something like he gets just under somebody's skin and it's something physical. That's the only thing that I can see. But I mean, again, was Willie Cologne gonna hit him? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it. I think this is the avenue he has. Yeah, he'll he could do a subscription service, and I think you know he'd uh-huh. obviously get a loyal following and a majority of people that listen now would pay X amount per month five ninety nine, six ninety nine, ten ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. But I, I just don't see it, I think, on the platform. And he knows what Barstool is. And I think we'll just see him get to his contract and maybe hopefully go year by year at that point. Yeah, my
0: question is after three years, is he going to retire? And for crying out loud, like 47, you're going to retire and not do this anymore? Uh, highly unlikely. Uh,
1: there's no – I mean, he's – like you, you used the the point earlier when you talked about questioning things. Like that's how you got the colon. like just asking questions. Um, and even the Adam Jones, like – asking questions asking questions that people in the media won't and if he doesn't have that avenue like and but all there's i i I don't see it i think in some type of capacity he's around whether it's a little bit more limited i I love to see him uh, the five days a week content is unbelievable you know your lunchtime, your drive home your morning your afternoon it's just it's fantastic there's nothing like it Mm -hmm. i i you know as a fan i'd hate to see it go away i think it's a part of a lot of people's lives you see that you know people like crack addicts or you know, I mean, hey, where what the else do I have left in my off? life
0: if he goes away?
1: You have, do it for
0: me. What do, what do I have left in my life if he goes away? <laughs> do it sad. for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean... It wasn't you, sad.
1: You, I think, you, you, yeah, I mean, everyone that would lose... Uh, think about the hours of content spent a week on the show. Minimum, minimum 15 hours a week just on the show, on average. I would say for the last part of the year, yeah. they probably averaged over three hours a show. Um... And then you've got you know great thinkers, rest in peace. You know Mike and the Meta fans, four hours long. You've got this show, so uh, it, it's a great. You know it'd be a huge gap. I think oh, yeah, people got the would Kelleher find and other Mayo things.
0: Show? It's gonna be awesome. Just two assholes. Actually, I'm okay <laughs> with Kelleher. Kelleher's been nice. That mayonnaise jar, man. If I had a, if I had a video and I could take that a mayonnaise jar and bash it in with aluminum bat, I'd do it.
1: The fucking mayonnaise jar. <laughs> Something about jar. him sets you off, huh?
0: No, I'm just. I mean, I'm, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! You know, it's just one too many trolls. There's there's absolutely nothing that that mayonnaise jar offers that's constructive or entertaining. It's just everything sucks, and I'm just sick of it.
1: Well, I'm just sick of it being you, a dick. Someone said it. It is not my idea. Someone said as soon as Kirk said he liked him on the show, it's all been downhill. Uh, I I I I got a big hard
0: uh, on. He's got a big he, yeah. he, it's like he took a Viagra and and the hard on won't go away and he's got to go to the hospital to have something injected into the into the penis hole to bring it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind him before, yeah. but it, like again, he just won't stop now. So it's yeah. it, just, you know, uh, again, if he thinks he can do stuff better, go do it. Like that's the thing with this this universe. Go do it. I I know he's been on Mike and the Minifan's. I don't I don't remember watching that piece, but go do something. Like I'm just helping you out it was it was cool to interact on some of these questions that came up and it's you know it's stuff that we're passionate about so go ahead try to fucking do something then man and try to make it entertaining i mean whatever if this is boring great i mean fuck you fuck you you. nice to hear that drop back fuck you
0: yeah yeah here's people watching those two assholes yeah Ah. Again, I'm lumping in Kelleher because Kelleher hasn't done anything to piss me off lately.
1: But hey, Can I make a request? Can the Sandusky Cuts be retired for 2020? You know, I, I enjoy young people. I, I love to be around them. Am I sexually attracted to yes. underage boys? Sexually attracted?
0: You know the story about why I have those? We were going to just bash... Um oh crap, what the, what was the guy's name? Ziggler. Ziggler. So we were gonna bash Ziggler at some point with those and I just decided not to and I just had him. Speaking but I of like that, listening to him.
1: Can I uh, okay, so form your former co-host, MHB. All right, I know he's put it out there he called <laughs> you apologize. <laughs> for, for 2020, what are your thoughts? Occasional Twitter, uh, Twitter smackdowns uh, that he jumps in there, or will he have go away, or will he be back in some capacity within the world?
0: He's totally unpredictable. I have no idea. If he, if I never heard from him again tomorrow, I wouldn't be shocked. If he brought it down to a level where he's actually normal again in his level tomorrow, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, there's some job stress and there's stuff going on in his life that is exacerbating how he behaves. And I think if he gets that under control, then I think he'll be great as part of this world again. Uh, But I think a lot of that is going on, that there's some uncontrollables going on. And I'd love for him to get those uncontrollables under control because he's so goddamn talented. He's so much fun to have around just stirring up shit. But... I don't know. I, I have I have no idea that I, I couldn't make a guess on that.
1: As a fan of the world and, and the work that you guys did kind of, you know, and it, it came up that, you know, someone mentioned this, like in dark times, like you, like the year in review, I know we're, we're washing your balls again, but uh, it, that, well, you, you know, you had dark times, but you know, when you, when there was no Kirk show, you know, after you highlight the departure from Entercom really until, you know, May when we started to see it, I mean, the world turned to your guys, Sean, you know, John was fantastic. I mean, he's said what he was trying to rip off Kirk, but I enjoyed it. It Made me laugh. made my commutes better. I hope that he gets the help he needs and he's involved somehow. It's, it's just, it's better when you have pit bulls like him going after people and it links back to some of the hypocrisy we talked about, about Trenny. When you got somebody like that, who's unafraid, um, to go after these folks and call them out. It's great to see. So I hope he gets the help. And would love to see him involved. And I would love to see you guys do shows together in the future, too, as mm-hmm. a fan.
0: I think he just has to find the time. I don't know. I'm I have. going to make no prediction. But I also have a feeling bringing on some different people is going to change this. And I, I think we'll find some, some new people who have a voice that we haven't heard before. Uh, this Chucky Meacham. I don't know what to make of this guy's Twitter account because he's got this old face here. He wants to know predictions for next fan engagement segments on the show, prank calls, parody songs. Uh, this is really a tough one to, to guess because some of the stuff comes out of nowhere.
1: Correct. Uh, the example, the stuff about um, the Madawaska radio station, like stuff just gets created on the show. It's really tough. You don't know the medium. I have no idea. I I mean, you would hope that something recycles back. There's a need, there's a prank call or something. There's a new call to action, you know, whether it's going against the EI again, things like that. I have like, I saw that too. And I was like, I have no idea because most of the things have just come out of nowhere. The 50 state thing for Kirk's birthday, you know, the parody songs kind of was just born from the show and took on a life of its own. So this is kind of what's great about Kirk's show. This things happen within the show and then end up being an ongoing, uh, bit and ongoing uh, content
0: no oh, there's a good one from spiderweb uh this is one i got to talk about mike to mike with on friday will steve survive the past break with his bomb of a show so i'd be interested your thoughts on on the seven hour best of and then i'll tell you my <laughs> thoughts
1: i you know it wasn't I couldn't get through all of it. I mean, I would jump around a little bit to like, find some of the segments. Obviously, the Steve Kirk feud early on is, was probably some of the best content, if not the most uncomfortable radio or uh, uncomfortable part of the show. Uh, and I always enjoyed that uh, from Kirk when he would put the, make everyone uncomfortable. So I enjoyed that. I listened to that, that entire segment. I know you chopped it up a little bit in yours. I, it's just a little bit too much. I mean, it gets tough. I mean, I understand the kind of, the idea. Um, I'll let you talk to the, like, production-wise and difference between what you did and his. But I, I think it's just tough to seven hours. I think yours is probably, you know, when you look at just 19, it was probably like a two, two and a half, three hours, give or take. Uh, well, um, I
0: think part two was three, and the first two parts were about an hour, about five hours.
1: Okay. Yeah, but just, just 19. I mean, you did your back. Like, so I think it's nice because you have it's, it. It's, it's a seven three hours week. with, with it's the Barstool tough. stuff. Yeah. Seven hours. I just I just it was a it was a bear a little bit. And it's just tough to listen to an entire segment and look for the some of the like just the the best of like you get to 25 minute build up for the great five minutes of audio.
0: I'm going to the episode notes, which I didn't look at before. So here's your episode notes. This compendium of KMS 2019 is everything you need to get your Kirk fix during the holiday break. All right, so this is mistake number one. Go into the episode notes and spike out times for every single segment that you're doing. It's a seven-hour show. You have to expect that people are going to skip around. They're going to want to hear what they like and what they don't like. They. The other thing that, that stood out, because I, I purposely didn't listen to it because I didn't want to be biased on what I was doing. I wanted to make sure that I was doing what I thought was the best of the show and let them do what they think is best different perspectives. I made it three minutes and 45 seconds. I clocked it. And one of the reasons I tapped out is I found the interplay between Mike and Steve to be incredibly uncomfortable. It's sort of like when you have I remember a Seinfeld episode where George didn't want to hang out alone with Elaine because George relates to to Elaine through Seinfeld, that they alone are uncomfortable. And I feel as though Mike is intimidated by Steve in some way. And Steve doesn't quite respect Mike the way he might do other people. And that is what uh, tuned me out.
1: Do you think there's real hate there between the
0: two? No, I don't. I, oh, okay. I, th- I don't think they hate each other. I just think in a professional way, Steve's sitting in a studio with Mike and saying, shit, I sat in with Howie Carr. I sat with Sandy and VB and Grace and Howie's, Howie's crazy wife, allegedly. And these were like some big people. I, I, I hosted a syndicated talk show. And I'm sitting with Mike a glorified fan who just laughs into the mic now I'm not saying that that's what I think of Mike I'm thinking subconsciously he may think that that he's just not as talented or has as much knowledge as me nor I think they're very different people too maybe it's more of that <laughs> they're very different people and there was nothing that like Steve could sit down and have a beer with Mike and talk about.
1: Yeah. I mean, I found that the dynamic was a little bit off when in the parts I listened to. Yeah. I mean, I get that from the fan perspective and and looking at Steve and how he interacts with, with Mike and, you know, you played some of the best of, of Mike. I mean, some of those impressions were great and some, you you missed some of those too and how they added to the show and they're spliced into the show throughout the year too. So I've always liked Mike since you guys started interacting with, him with uh, Blindside and Trash Talk, and I, I think he brings a different element to the show. Yeah, I mean, people want him to challenge Kirk more. I, I think you try to see it; he'll you, you probably will see that more this year in some respect. It all depends on what the, what the story is or what the <laughs> topic is. <laughs> you, you will get the laughing. Um, Jerry's a big fan of Mike, though. Um, yeah, right. so I I don't, I mean, you're right about the dynamic because I thought that could have been good. It was just a little bit weird when they would talk through it. And I just didn't set it up as uh. I, as clean as everyone wants to. And I think that's what you're seeing on Twitter and the Discord. Uh. I think hands down, everyone's washing your balls about the your your year in review compared to Steve's. Right. Is there any other tweets about yours right now that you can send out? <laughs>
0: good. Look, I could. Look, I only tweeted out... I'd say half a 50 percent of them? No, 50%. I'd say like half of 1% of what I got as a compliment I sent out. I'd be sitting there all day if I was retweeting the things that people sent to me saying how great I am. Look, I'm humble, I'm a very <laughs> modest person. I wanted to randomly grab some people just to honor them, to let them know that I've seen and I really like what they're saying. I, I would say that that's what it's more about. And I don't really like your tone and your snickering here to say uh, of what you're trying to trying to say here about me. Uh, I think people know me. And I, I think it actually was really uncomfortable for me to even retweet anything that was a compliment. Uh, that's sort of the way I am.
1: I know. I, 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 I think line. one of the things is that, no, I was just, I think my entire feed was. Hey DC, great job, uh, DC. Oh, really great. Steve sucks. I, I actually was wondering if Steve's going to send you some of the pizza money uh, to reimburse you for uh, your time. How much time did you put into that? A lot. Uh, I
0: started that in started that in August, and what I did was I sort of like mapped out some stuff. And because the, the weekend review takes a lot of time cutting up stuff, like once the weekend review was done, then I go, okay, let me go back and select some stuff, cut it up. So it was like an hour here, an hour there, and then it was writing and then it was outlining and then it was doing it over again. It, it took a long time. It was like every week for a couple hours, I would put some stuff together and I am glad it's done because I have a hell of a lot more free time to do other things.
1: Oh, maybe feed your kids, do some other stuff, actually spend some time with your family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Very well I, I, I think no, I I think it's a, it just shows advocacy for the show how important it is to you. And you've said you know you, you mentioned earlier you know what would you do if Kirk was gone and this the kind of stuff you've said it's a creative outlet for you. It, it just it's it's good to see some of that, and you get different perspective. You get a fan perspective of it too, which is which is great. I wanted to say well, there's an, there's
0: an there's a need for it. There there is a market for that stuff.
1: Well, clearly by the numbers, there is. Like I said, perfect storm two of content having the the uh, the year plus review of the intercom fallout. Um, enjoy people, engage some of the folks that maybe don't listen to this show to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the people in the Discord, newer fans, didn't know about the entire background. They hear Kirk talk about it but it's nice to have that audio to break down the fights, the dark days where you'd have to go and r- try to download the, uh, the audio on demand immediately because you'd wonder if it'd get cut um, or just stay in your car because you don't know if you're not going to hear it later. <laughs> you know, those dark days is yeah. what would happen. So it, 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 I think it engaged folks. And that's why you see it. And like I said, the con, you know, the contents there, obviously the show brings it and you, you really highlighted the, the best times. And it's also like everyone's home, not a lot of people working and people are looking for stuff.
0: So I was working between retweeting everything bottom. that people nice were saying to
1: me. No, I don't think, I think you try to take the entire day off to do it. I wanted to ask, and this is a hat tip to Barstool advisor, the 14 year old guy in the discord. Um, Steve, the question Yeah, that guy's another that Mayo up?
0: fan too, I found out, so
1: oh. Fuck you. Oh. No, nah, the guy gave me the list of Steve's Steve's lies. Oh, that was great work. Which is over a hundred. I tried counting them and I just I lost. So the question is in 2020, does Steve have more lies than he did in 2019 in six months of a show?
0: Oh of course. I mean you got twelve months to conjure up lies and mistruths. It's just like they almost seem pathological. They don't even seem to be a point for the lies. It's just he just starts running his mouth and stuff just kind of comes out.
1: It's pretty insane when you actually read through the lies and, and just the, 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 the things that pop out. Just every, almost every part of the show or every week, there's some type of huge lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the mm-hmm. lightest one is the um, Red that's Robin a lie. nonsense that's ever been, been disposed. But I wonder... Uh, this was put out there. Who makes more shit up, Trump or Steve? That's a lie. Steve, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent, which is just a lie. So you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's he's he's such an odd duck. If you go back to listen to some of the stuff, like the aunts and aunts, like he just starts talking and he has he has no idea that anything he's saying is.
1: Just complete Sh- shit.
0: it's strange. <laughs> it's strange it's un like everything he just starts talking and it's like I-, I guess this would be normal stuff when it comes to howie Carr. there's just no self-awareness there of this stuff it's it is so endearing
1: well I don't think he's ever been called out on him before he just been let to go I mean you saw some of the like there I, I was listening to the best of in the se stuff that was played it just spouting off nonsense I mean again uh, he's never been called out. He was always in his responses to the um the woman from Maine that he was you know dueling with. um can, can you imagine was, that
0: though yeah. like you and I have talked politics forever, like sitting there on like election night and just ripping the stuff. can you imagine twenty three moving down to d c like right after college and being on t v shows like that? I can't no,
1: I give him credit. He's I was not a child 23. he wasn't twenty three though I mean well, he's... allegedly
0: he's twenty three
1: <laughs> no nah. No, I mean I give him credit for being able to do that. I mean, just the smug nonsense, the se. That's uh, guys guys called a first... That's some of the fa- like that that when they actually discovered se, that was one of my favorite ones. Ants versus ants. T- Ons oh, ants versus just... ants is my favorite bet. Yeah, that's. Pro- I do, I listened to it twice just because I was trying to follow how absurd he was. When with... I was
0: cutting that up, I I was I was had tears in my eyes, and mostly because Mike had a legit and natural. Befuddlement, Like if you hear Mike, he has he is stunned by what he's hearing.
1: That's what I, I like about Mike's role in the show is sometimes like Steve will state shit and Kirk will sometimes, you know, obviously he picks up on a lot, but there's sometimes where he's moving in other things or he's looking on the phone like you could tell. And Mike says, say that again. <laughs> and, and st- you know, like some of the mispronunciation, like the Maury Povich thing. Like, that just nonsense that comes out of his mouth, like, that's the stuff Mike has keyed on. And, I mean, I just, like, just like, where the fuck does this guy come up with some of this shit? And, like, what, I don't get it. I mean, he's, I don't get it at all. The lies are unbelievable. He just rolls with them. He is pathological. Um, he's a really nice guy in person, but, my God, I wouldn't want to get on his bad side. He basically... Oh, no, he's ended, a sociopath. He ended MHB with the whole um, poem thing, which, again, was, was some of the best... Uh, stuff they've done the entire year as well um, but like he's just di- yeah he's diabolical i'm wondering if he will go after okay, like the one of the questions who we got is who will kirk feud with at barstool in um, to, you know in 2020 will it be a known enemy or somebody new i think what we'll see is it i don't want your thoughts you'll i think it'll be steve driven like steve will do something yeah. to piss, it off, piss off somebody and kirk will obviously either step in like he's obviously offered to, offered to quit before, but just curious, what you think?
0: I'm going to go with Brandon Walker. Somehow Steve is going to go foul of Brandon Walker, and that's going to cause something. Just because he's kind of the it person right now. Because otherwise, who else is there new to piss off?
1: I don't know. Like it could be like, does uh, like Mike Portnoy not self aware enough? No, this like KFC turn on him. Like, is that a feud? Is that that be more contrived? That's I, I don't not know. in his nature. Uh, no. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Probably somebody like Brandon Walker or, um, just something that they do with a post. It's probably going to be K Marco because he's the one who's going to spike blogs. I don't, there's stuff out there now about a thing that Mike wrote that was spiked. We don't know if it was spiked by the show or is K Marco. I think you see some you know, things on that. So that could be a big piece of, uh, what comes about in the, in the, in the new year.
0: I think that probably got confusing, though, because it was, like, in 72 font, and maybe you just didn't (laughs) want to go through, like, 47 pages to read it. But you can just highlight everything and and scale it back down. Yeah. I, I, I think K. Marco is kind of harmless. Yes, he's kind of a douche, and he has Portnoy's ear. But he's kind of harmless. He's he's not he's just an editor. He's not going to be the thing that's going to upend things. I look at a Brandon Walker because the guy's huge and he he has a horrible temper and he's he's going to punch somebody someday and get his ass thrown out of there.
1: I could see that happening at the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah. I'm getting into it. I think that's going to be the spark that is the next I mean, just speculating, but is the next spark that does something with Barstool. Something's going to go down at the Super Bowl Kirk's just not going to want to do something or do his own thing to create kind of like he did the um, Goodell thing last year just something and Walker won't like it or he'll say uh, go tell him to fuck off and that I think, I think that's Dave will encourage that would it. be the prediction. And
0: Dave will be like, you know, hey, if you've got something good, why don't you just go do it. Yeah. Cuz that's what no, Dave I would just, do.
1: I think those guys won't like it like if, like maybe Kirk will say something about the the people promoting things. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> <think> that's, <laughs> that's awful. Oh, that's yeah. awful stuff. Yeah, that shit's that's I mean, we'll all listen to see what Kirk does, but that's the worst part of that bar stool is just like every random uh, wide receiver retiree coming through pitching different things, and just it's just bad. I mean, Kirk will make it good, uh, like he has in the past, but it that, that's one of the things that I don't, you know, I don't look forward to. But it's good that Kirk's down there so that we have additional content that's will be outside the show.
0: I forgot about that. I'm like shit. I gotta, I gotta update my serious subscription and see how much i'm going to get them to pay me to continue to have it
1: i just actually can threatened to cancel mine got them down to six dollars a month um for the package with both so I any mean, minifin out there you can get it pretty cheap if you have it you, can yeah, just you don't have to bend their to arm too badly
0: i think i got it like for 30 bucks for six months something yeah. like that and
1: i'll just negotiate
0: the, them and say i'll pay you 30 i'll pay you 30 bucks right now and i'll have like
1: i don't know two years yeah two years <laughs> What type of show do you think we're going to get on Friday, uh, Thursday?
0: Uh, if he wants to go with the slam dunk, it's going to be you blew the best of.
1: What kind of Kirk the best do we of, see?
0: Why is the other one better?
1: What type of Kirk do we see? And tie you know, now with the with the um, video equipment too is one of the questions that came up. What do we see? I think they'll do a nice job putting first, things out with it. So but the first thing he's going to
0: say when he opens the mic is, "Boy, am I in a mood
1: <laughs> now." Do you enjoy, like, when those shows start like that, or that's in the intro, that to me makes some of the best shows.
0: Sometimes. What do you think? Because sometimes when yeah. he's overly moody, it becomes self sabotage. I don't like those. But those are fewer and far between now. Those were like three days a week at EEI, especially like at the end. Uh, yeah, but eh, he does, usually doesn't go off the rails too much. But if he does, it is entertaining.
1: I do, and I like it when he makes it uncomfortable. And and sometimes Mike has been saved in some of the things by Steve saying this, the, the crazy shit that we just talked about. Um, and I think you heard on one of your things was like, "Oh, when the SE stuff come out, I even forget what Mike did early in the show." And Mike Mike's comment was, "Oh, I think I'm I'm off the hook today." <laughs> I, I just I like some of those shows. I just I, I like it. I, it's some of the uncomfortable. It's kind of uh, human nature, and at a workplace, I I, I like it. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if we'll see that because of the layoff. Um, he's been engaging in, I think he was in Discord yesterday. Um, I, I, one of the things he said that you've talked about a lot in the Discord and his AMA did last week was about making the show uh, one of the biggest podcasts in the world.
0: Yeah, that's where I read that. That was, that was kind of out of left field. So let's look back at this. I had a plan for that show that he would have KFC on and he'd have Big Cat on and Portnoy and a real push to make this one of the biggest shows on the planet. Now, they shit all over me and said, I'm not interested in having the biggest show on the planet. I'm not interested in having KFC on. Now, all of a sudden, KFC's on and Big Cat is on and Portnoy is on and he's getting on there saying, I want to make this the biggest show.
1: Do you have the congratulations drop from Steve? Because oh, I, I wish that would be I did. sitting right now. Um, for you. I don't
0: think okay. I'm getting enough credit here. I really don't. A thank you would be nice every once in a while. Thank you. Thank you, DEC. DEC. Thank you.
1: Um, well, are you, you a radio consultant or the consultant that's helping Jerry? I mean, you should be compensated for that, right? No. I. I think you, you've seen the evolution of the show, right? I think mm-hmm. you also see what the engagement is. More regional at first, but you see people coming in the Discord. like I dropped in every now and again, but you see people from all over the country. Like You joked about 71-year-old uh, from Omaha, which I thought was another just solid random segment um, that kind of grew into the show and grew in its own parody account. But you see some of the engagement from outside, and, and the show is growing. I mean, Barstool, a lot of people are like, hey, I haven't heard it from Barstool. They talked about you know, like, your uh, intercom days, like, hey, I didn't know about that. I knew Kirgo Barso. So, I think you've seen the taste there to be able to say, hey, this show is unique. There's nothing like it anywhere, period. And we've taught on the listener engagement, like, this type of show doesn't exist for... I mean, there's fan shows, I, I think, in one of your 50,000 retweets of something about the year in review. You mentioned, like, you know, uh, Game of Thrones pod, you know podcast, Bachelor, like, there's different things, up. but there's nothing like this type of show. And right. it just attracts... So many people that I think if you bring it in, the stories are right, we're gonna get more insanity as we get closer to the election. I think it's just oh my it's God, just gonna be great. That. Like what
0: what if we're dealing with a Liz Warren general election? That that is going to be the most insane news cycle ever. Yeah. That's that's one of the reasons Jerry will, will stick around because the Democrats are gonna nominate a, a complete lunatic and Trump is going to become unhinged and the whole news cycle is going to be the biggest shit show on the planet. It's going to make 2016 uh,
1: look tame. Look tame. I mean, those debates or they're not really debates. They'll just be nonsense, but it'll be the most highly rated show probably in television history. Oh my God. I mean, streamed everything. I just, I can't, I mean, you can't just wait to see it. Um, And it'll be one of those four. With Trump, I mean, you're gonna have sound bites for days. Everyone will be talking about it. There's not really a sport like. And again, you, you, people want to compare the the old Shaw. And you know, and one of the things that I've noticed, and I wonder if you've noticed, most of the fans of Kirk started a uh, sport. They're all sports fans. They you know they passionately follow Pats or their team. They've seen it through. But how many sports stories has he done? Brady a little bit, and Antonio Brown. That's probably when it, it for is the a six big months. Story. Right?
0: When it's a when it's something that. Super, uh, I'm I'm, I, I'm so brain dead right now. The it, when when it rises above and it's sort of uh, something everybody's talking about. Yeah. It just happens to be a sports story. Is the stuff he talks about when it's sports?
1: I don't. I mean, the only story will be like Brady. What happens after this year? I don't really oh, see him touching done. on that much. I, and if you know, Brady what? retires. Going that's a big story.
0: In- he's going to cover that, and he's going to yeah. talk about all the problems he had with Brady because you have to
1: but it's not going to be leading like it is everywhere else. Like I've like I enjoyed this, like him on EI, but like they haven't talked sport, and I love it. And you can get that wherever the hell you, you from whatever tomato can or whatever it is. Um, radio station, you don't need that. You can get it online. You can figure out your own takes, but okay, Wow. Yeah. Another, another one. Um, Though I do, I did listen to Steve's best of because somebody pointed out, it might have actually been the male guy, uh, the timestamp of the call that I made back over the summer, uh, try to make him look like Francesca. That's kind of one of the things I fast forwarded to. <laughs> oh,
0: of course. I had you, I had you ending uh, act one. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> part with chaps. two. Going after chaps. Chaps. Yeah, that was funny. Losing his mind.
1: I uh, just, he's just, was an asshole. So I just, I knew it. Would, uh, I'm, I'm glad I got the reaction that he did. I was just trying to be an asshole. And they, they knew what I was calling for because, you know, Pet died. They were talking, about, <laughs> they, I mean, they, they were talking about calls about Stella at the time. Yeah, so, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. And, and I, you know, you know, our buddy <laughs> champ came in at the end of the day. Um, I don't there think she you got that audio. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, she basically saved the Kirk Minahan show. Let's not forget that. We probably yeah. aren't having this conversation. Talk about the butterfly effect if Stella doesn't die. Rest in peace. Uh, so yeah, no, one, Champ, glass, our, our guy Champ, uh, I think, talked uh, Chaps off the ledge after I set him off.
0: Yeah, Ch- Champ he, had to go in there and be uh, educational and, and articulate. Yeah, nobody wasn't needs gonna, that.
1: I was going for uh, shock and awe. Just oh, yeah, I'm all
0: about shock and awe because I'm a heavy hitter so you say yep that's what i say and if you have if you want another drop i got a 13 inch cock there you go (laughs) there you go boys all right i think we're good here 15 minutes seems like a good good amount yeah thanks for having me on yeah i i I love having new people getting in the rotation and getting some different voices and challenging me a little bit actually i don't like the challenging me a bit Fuck
1: that! Uh, it's just a fun discussion about something we both enjoy and have enjoyed yep. for a while, and it's just it's cool to talk about it. I'm sure there's a lot of other fans. Hopefully, for you know some assholes, this is uh, boring as shit, and they can you know, unsubscribe and go whatever. Um,
0: Fucking bullshit!
1: But no, I appreciate it.
0: You are no good. You are worse than Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's right. All right, later, everybody. All right.
1: I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days.